brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, suds. It's time for more suds. It is definitely time for more suds on this suds episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. I am good old boy Mike, and joining me here for this episode will be good old boy Dave. Hey, girlfriend. (laughs) Just epic fail every single time. I don't know how that works. And good old gal Juliana. I'm so lucky to have him as a husband. I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky. <laughs> Our sun segments are all about beer, beer, and more beer, and Dave. So Ain't that the truth. This, uh, this segment today is a show-and-tell segment. We'll tell you all about that in a moment. But up first is going to be Juliana, who's going to get the honors of going over our SUDS rating for today. Well, for those of you crazy kids that have not heard us before, we will be tasting and discussing these beers and rating them with these Suds ratings, plus our very signature belching sounds. Here are those ratings now. Number one. God, that sucks. Give me anything but a butt. Number two. Was that a belch? Number three. (sighs) What a relief. Number four. Body should really not make that sound. And number five. Listen to that hang time. Give me another. A model for the rest of us to follow. Dave, you are not even going to come close to that. That was kind of bipolar. You know, I've I've listened to so many people read these. I'd have to say that sets the bar pretty high, Juliana. That was the bipolar saturating. I I appreciate it. So finally, somebody that is is worthy. Somebody uh, who finally got it. Someone that is is definitely worthy of uh, of reading those. Today's episode is a show and tell episode. Each host has brought a beer to talk about today. The rest of us have had a chance to try all these beers, and each host is going to go around, introduce their beer, and discuss their own tasting notes. And then we'll go around and share our own tasting notes, and the rest of us will rate the beer. Is what we're going to do on the show and tell episode today. Hey, Mike, what was your beer? <laughs> we have several beers that we're going to go over today. Thank you, Dave. Let's see if I can actually remember all of these beers. Uh, the uh, first one is going to be Westbrook Grumpy Old Time is the first one we're going to talk about. The second one is from New Holland. It oh, is yeah. Carhartt. The Carhartt is uh, the next one we're going to talk about. And then we're going to discuss Crooked Save. Uh, Mama Bear and Cherry uh, Sour Cherry oh. Apple Sour Cherry Pie. I knew I, I'm getting it close. <laughs> yep, close. Yep, maybe. There you go. I doubt it, but Very said good. the okay. right words, just not the right words. <laughs> anyway, okay. Anyway, I was about to call it. Anyway, so uh, and then last the but last not one least. is going to be <clears throat> Snowball from Tool. Uh, is uh, the last one we're going to go? Or that's a, that's a right. Song, the band, so. the heavy metal band. 
<laughs> or not. For sure. So uh, the beers uh, that we're going to get to go over are uh, beers that each of our hosts have brought in. And actually today, uh, for a change, I am actually going to get to go first. So. That's right. I know. You just can't contain yourself. I know. Most of you people tune out by now, <clears throat> but that's why I'm going first. Mike's already checking his watch. <laughs> no, that's a bad sign. I, I'm not checking my watch. And I'm checking his sleeves. I'm trying to see how much of this Westbrook I spilled when on When can earlier, I get out so. of here? <laughs> anyway. All right. So up first is a beer from Westbrook Brewing Company, which is based out of Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. Uh, this uh, particular beer is uh, called Westbrook Grumpy Old Time. Now, Westbrook makes a lot of really great beers. Uh, we have had a couple of them on the show previously. Um, probably the one thing that I think about um, with Westbrook is definitely their Goza. And it Goza, is... Uh, yeah. Yep, that's true. Not really, but it's close. <clears throat> um, it is uh, definitely one of the... Uh, reference beers that I think of here in the States, at least for that particular style. This particular beer is uh, very different. Well, Westbrook actually makes beers um, with other people, actually their contract brewer, uh, primarily for Evil Twin, who we've talked about here on the show quite a bit as well. Uh, so this beer is uh, definitely um, was done as a point of collaboration with some other folks. Here is the description of this beer from the brewery. Over a year ago, the guys at CBX worked on a couple of collaboration brews with Westbrook over uh, with with Westbrook one of the beers. Hang on a second. Let me. Uh, I need to. Just, <laughs> I need to just, just back all that up. Let me try that one more time. <clears throat> the guys at CBX uh, worked on a couple of collaboration brews with Westbrook. One of the beers, Citrus Ninja Exchange, was an immediate release and has since been brewed again. The other, a strong dark sour monster, was tucked away in barrels with wild yeast and bacteria. That beer, dubbed Old Time, after everyone's favorite store manager, Brandon Plyler, is now seeing the light of day. A variety of barrels were used for aging, so you'll see a handful of versions released, each with a different name. Now, Grumpy Old Time spent the last year in Laird's apple brandy barrels getting mm. sour, and that's the version we actually have today, yes. is this nicer, yummy version uh, that was in these brandy barrels. So my own tasting notes uh, around the uh, Grumpy Old Time here, you know, this is a diehard tart bomb. Mm-hmm. You are going to be puckering up, baby, for this one. That is for sure. Um, this is uh, definitely um, th- sour is not the word. Tart is the word, uh, definitely for this. Uh, it's a really good beer. Um, I enjoyed it quite a bit. The brandy in this is very tame. I mean, you can barely even yeah. uh, perceive it at all. The thing that I liked about this beer is that it just really struck me as something that was very well made. I really just thought that it was well constructed. I just thought that it um, uh, really thought that they didn't leave it in the barrels too long or not long enough. I just really thought it had a lot of great balance all the way around. So really great beer. I am so glad I got to bring it and share it with uh, all of you, as well as sharing this experience with our listeners as well. Dave, what did you think of Westbrook's Grumpy Old Time? <laughs> I'm thinking he might like it. I don't know. So this is one of those beers where you put it in your mouth and you start swishing it around. And it's tart. And it's like, oh, you're like, oh, my God, it's killing me. But it's so good. Um, it 
really tastes good and, and you really want to have it. Um, I very much enjoyed this beer. I, I like all Westbrook beers I've had. I, their Gosea, the Rye Pale Ale, the Tiger Pale Ale, which is a um, tiger. Yeah, <laughs> She's making hand signs at me. Yeah, it's like a tiger or Thai tea pale ale or something. I don't know. It's good. Anyways, and then they're, the one claw isn't that on your shirt? I don't know. I've got Vandy shirt on. So, anyways, the beers are good. Um, this beer is so tasty. Um, the sourness really balances out well with this beer. So I would give it a four. Solid four. Body should really not make that sound. Juliana, what did you think about Grumpy Old Time from Westbrook? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A thousand thank yous for bringing this. Um, this is not your grandma's apple brandy. For Dude, my sure. grandmother brought this. Okay, no, your grandma. It's gotten better this. as we've opened it up, too. I think it that's has. the other thing yeah. I noticed. Um, when we first it? pulled it out of the fridge, a little chill on it just actually, it needed to warm up just a yeah. bit to kind of yeah. open up. Yeah. But this is a beautiful beer. And also what a great idea of, you know, we're used to bourbon barrel aging and the fact that we now have some apple brandy barrels, it it, it kind of opens up the idea of, you know, many different kind of barrels can do different things. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the fact that there's a lot of my sa- wonderful souring agents that I love so much, the PDO, the Lacto in it, that, that really just enhance the flavor of the beer that much more. Okay, and Mike is puckering, and he's puckering, and he's puckering. I'm definitely puckering. And now we're in the twilight of puckering. Pucker up, baby. (laughs) Anyways, I really enjoy this beer. And again, as a home brewer, it opens up my mind to, you know, to styles that are, you know, within certain guidelines that you can take out of guidelines by doing something as simple as adding... um, is putting them in a different kind of barrel. Yeah, you know, the one thing that strikes me is that uh, the only thing that I've... I've this has a, a flavor profile closer to most ciders. Um, yeah. And uh, th- that's the interesting thing is that this is a beer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's actually cider. been in an apple brandy barrel, and this is not cider. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't think that, uh, that... That's probably the interesting twist about this is... Um, it's beer. It's it's definitely not uh, cider. So sure. Um, but anyways, <clears throat> um, thank you for bringing this, yep. and I'm giving it a four. Uh, cool. Great. Thank you. Um, well, it's a real pleasure to uh, bring that Westbrook uh, grumpy old time, and uh, I'm glad we had a chance to try it today. I will probably be puckering for the next 20 minutes uh, for sure around that one. Next up is going to be Dave, and he has brought a really great beer from New Holland. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> He's thinking about the it. moment of silence. Wow. <laughs> okay. So, Hello, Dave. <laughs> so you know, we, we we talk a lot about barrel aging on the show, and and you know, we talk about different styles, and in most of the time, you would not think pale ale would be a style that you would barrel age. You, you okay over there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need some espresso stuff? No. no, I'm good. Okay, Thank so you. anyways, um, 
you know, most of the times pale ale's not a style that you would barrel age because, you know, hop freshness and aging in a barrel are sort of contradictory terms. But um, the New Holland Carhartt Woodsman blows that completely out of the sky. Um, it does not come out completely hop forward, but it is a very balanced, um, well-rounded uh, pale ale. And I think that anyone who can get a hold of this beer should definitely try it. It is smooth, um, easy to drink. There are malt complexities that are going on here and you do get some of the hop characteristics even though the barrel aging does um, knock some of that off a bit so i would definitely give this beer a four hmm. about that again <clears throat> my body should not make that sound juliana you had a chance to try this beer from new holland what do you think I did um well my little side note about this beer is that um when i got my december issue of draft magazine yes i'm a beer nerd that likes beer magazines thank you um it listed the top 25 new beers of this year and you know i was going through thinking okay yeah i tried this one no i didn't get that blah 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 and then it came to this one and i'm like oh i didn't even know this was out yet because we get new holland in this area now which is relatively new to us but still yeah i'm happy so i go to my local store and there happened to be one six pack left on the shelf and you know i saw it and i thought well this will be interesting but certainly it can't be all that great right i mean a barrel aged pale ale what the hell and I really enjoyed it. Um, I mean, and again, it's like one of those things where like kudos to New Holland for thinking outside the box that you don't have to just barrel age a darker beer, a porter, a stout, an old ale, etc. But you can even, I mean, if you do it right, you can barrel age even a light beer like a pale ale and it could turn out really well. So um, I'm really I, I really like this beer. Um, obviously not as much as Dave, but <laughs> <laughs> but I really do. And I'm giving this one a four as well. How about that? <clears throat> a four as well. A body should not really make that sound. So uh, this uh, this beer uh, from New Heart, uh, from New Heart, from New Holland, called Carhartt. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Holy crap. Hang on a second, boys and girls. Does anybody like it as much as Mike does? Try that one more time. So this beer from New Holland called Carhartt uh, is, uh, you know, there was a, there's always an interesting moment that I have. One, uh, you know, I just poured this in my glass. I had no idea what this was. I didn't know the background on it or anything. It was just a blind taste testing. And so I'm sitting here and I'm tasting it and I was going, hmm, wait, um, hmm, hmm, wait, um, hmm, hmm. Not really, hmm, what was that? <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not really one for not having an adjective, you know, to describe the moment or a flavor or something. I mean, that's what we do here on the show all day long. And um, so I really, it was difficult for me to come up with uh, describing everything that I was tasting. There's, there were only two words that I actually wrote down, and that is great balance. Mm. You know, this beer, uh, I thought, did a great job of 
reining in and bringing in and softening a lot of elements that you would have typically around this style of beer. I had no idea what the style of beer was. I just, you know, I, I remember tasting it and going, I really like this. This just has really great balance. I don't know what the balance is against, but I don't taste a you know, a really bright hop or a really bright malt or some sugar thing happening or some, you know, fruit or tart thing. It was just, kind of, you know, it was like, wow, this is just, whatever this is, it's just kind of all in kind of great harmony. And um, you don't always uh, get that in, in every single beer. There's usually something that takes your, you know, taste buds off in some someplace. Sometimes good and sometimes not so good. So this particular beer, uh, I really thought did a great job of, taking a style of beer that at times could present either a very hoppy profile or very multi profile right 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 and i think softening everything where i really thought that this would do very well with a very broad range of palettes so um you know we you talked a little bit earlier um before you hopped on that this was kind of suffering a bit from a distribution yeah um problem and they may or may not make this anymore so yeah this is the first time they made it um, which you know, who, who knows? It it could be something that this is just the first time they tried it. But if you get a chance, make sure you ask them to make it again. Well, and I would say that you know, based on the fact that I really think this is going to hit a very broad range of palettes, that I think they'll do a good job of being able to. Um, bring this into market, and I think it'll be well received. So, f- with all of that, I'm going to give uh, New Holland's Carhartt a sedge rating of four. Uh, uh, Body uh, should really not make that sound as well. So, a really great beer. Yeah. Uh, thank you for bringing it, Dave. Sure. Uh, it was really great for you to to share that all with us. So, I'll tell you what, we're going to take a uh, quick segment break right here, and we'll be right back with the next two beers that Juliana brought with us. So thanks for coming back uh, to us here at Sip, Suds, and Smokes and uh, not tuning us out for knitting with Neri here at 3 a.m. <laughs> so <laughs> you never know uh, what uh, what you're going to hear on usually when we're on the air. Sometimes we're on our terrestrial radio stations. Um, Neri, she knits. I'm telling you, it's, it cross-stitch one, two, pearl Ooh. two. Holy cow! Um, the perfect turtleneck here at uh, two thirty a.m. So, uh, Juliana, uh, you have two really great beers to talk about. What uh, what's up first for us? Okay, so um, yeah, the first one is a big bottle, and then we have a tiny bottle of something else. So, I'm going to talk about the um, the tool, or maybe it's tool. I'm not quite sure how to say it. Want to rephrase that again? <laughs> I'm gonna the talk about the snow. tool. Let's not make yeah. this whole show <laughs> about t- me. The tool. I think you're gonna talk about the beer that to- made the by the beer tool. that's called the Snowball Saison <laughs> Ale. Okay. This is a clean show. Tool. Yeah. Okay. So, a few episodes ago, we had an episode called the Family Feud. Oh yeah, you bet. <laughs> Come on down. Exactly. And it was Which myself as whatever. I won. Team no. McKellar against that other guy 
Me, Evil who won, yeah. I won. Okay, what? so just Whatever. say I won. Whatever. I don't think so. You know, I got a, I got a few calls from uh, Murph Griffin Entertainment, who owns, uh, I think, that show. And, um, He's still alive? Yeah. They're, he was like, Dave won. <laughs> no, but apparently their lawyers are, and, you know, we'll be in litigation for the next 20 years because they thought it was an awesome episode, but, you know, other than that, so anyway. Okay. So anyways, I was Team McKellar. And I thought it was very appropriate that I found this beer and am going to talk about it. So the thing about um, McKellar is that Mr. McKell Burgess, Bur- yeah. I can't who say his last guy, name. The guy who so, okay, so the thing about McKell <laughs> that was in Family Feud that we know is that he was a teacher before he became a brewer. Science Correct. teacher. Right. Correct. So, um, two of his students, Tobias Jensen and Tor Ginther, were talking to McKell one day about Danish beers and, you know, the the old history of Danish beers and how they could sort of modernize them. And then one thing led to another and many after our... Um, catastrophes in the kitchen and then accolades in the kitchen they started brewing their own beer along with mr mckell mckell and so then mckell went on his own and developed mckeller meanwhile these kids were still you know finishing out school so flash forward a few years later and they're they're getting ready to be commercialized and they do a collaborative brew with mckeller that came out and was an instant success and they are now another generation of gypsy brewers um you know that have the danish label on them so anyways this beer is called the snowball saison and from the from the reading i have to tell you this is this is quite hysterical um what they say in their announcement is Enough heavy, dark, obnoxious, sweet, super malty Xmas and winter beers. When you eat heavy duck with fat gravy, the last thing you want is another heavy, sweet malt liqueur. No. You want something that can help you sink the dinner, ease your stomach, and clear your throat. And that is exactly what Snowball Saison will do. It is a super sparkling, crisp, and dry Saison that has been after-fermented with milk acid bacterias and dry-hopped over and over to give the beer a crisp and smooth tart finish. Not to mention, there is a lot of hops in this, of course. So, have a nice winter. Hmm. Okay, that being said... I thought this was really appropriate because we have seen lately here on Sip, Suds, and Smokes a huge plethora of winter ales, old stock ales, um, barley wines, and stouts. And this, I thought, was a great break in the action, but still held with a lot of flavor. I mean, this is 8% ABV, but what a wonderful saison it is. Hmm. Um, I mean, it's very malty, but it still has that, like, acidity of, you know, of the bacteria in it. And it's a great beer, and I really want to seek out some other beers. So, for this, I'm giving it a four. Wow, how about that? (coughs) So, uh, the Snowball from uh, Tool, uh, 
You know, uh, again, uh, this was a beer that I actually just tasted blind. I really had no idea what it was. And some of my tasting notes around this are, it's very malt forward with a very dry finish, which is classic Saison, you know, that you're really talking about. And it had a light citrus note. So, you know, from all of those respects, I mean, it just uh, was really ringing kind of all of the classic elements of a, of a great Saison. Um, <clears throat> you know, it, it just uh, it struck me that, Again, this was a very well-made beer, um, and but I thought it was very one-dimensional. But I thought it was a good one-dimensional. I just thought that it was good, straightforward. You know, it was there, presented itself, and it was gone. And um, I like that. You know, about some saisons, and um, that was the one thing I liked about this. The dry finish was not too dry. It wasn't lingering, and it, you know, there are a lot of you know funky things that kind of happen. You know, where it actually moves into being astringent, and it didn't. This was just a good classic you know kind of drive fishing around so i really liked uh, i like the beer uh, my suds rating for snowball from tool is a four uh, uh, i should not make that sound dave what do you think about snowball here from tool well this was one of those beers where um we were you know in a store in bowling green and we were looking at labels and that can be hit or miss um you know sometimes you'll see a beer that has great artwork and you're like wow these guys so i have this picture of you standing there holding a bottle of the brown note from <laughs> against the grain <laughs> and juliana is standing there holding this incredibly we'll call it sanitized label from norway you know this black and white thing well and here's going, the problem this looks like a cool beer you here's know? the problem going, because this is a cool beer <laughs> i was actually label the, shopping with dave are you kidding me i'm gonna go ahead and break this as an exclusive uh for um sip sets and smokes i was the model for the brown note label uh for all against grain tattoos i am so glad that that mystery is solved (laughs) Um, i was going to run a contest you know just just to see i I went there i had some of their uh some of their really hot chicken wings and um i couldn't quite handle it so uh if you haven't checked out our other episode on against the grain uh, it's a brewery takeover edition and that is one of the beers that we cover on that particular episode and so now we we've solved the mystery that yeah. dave please is, don't, is the model please the don't let note. that scare you away from the beer it's awesome <laughs> back um, to back to snowball here with tool anyway so <laughs> back to the uh beer at hand now um you know sometimes you go and you look at labels and you try to figure out if they are indicative of a good beer and this was a very interesting label um, and then we read the backstory behind them that they were students of McKellar. And once you get the, um, you know, the, uh, the, the heritage and everything of them, you understand that, wow, well, beyond just being clever, they actually have learned how to brew good beer. <laughs> You know, so um, I was uh, I was a fan of them as soon as we found their bottle, and we saw other bottles of beer that those guys do, but we wanted to try one before we bought them all. So um, I would give this beer, based on everything I've seen and tasted, 
I give it a four. A four uh, as well. Uh, uh, the body should not make that sound. That's a really familiar uh, number today. It is. So, <clears throat> Juliana, thank you for uh, bringing that beer. Um, you have brought another beer because we know that everything in your cellar is precious. You walk down and go, I love you all. I, all of you are my favorite children. I'm not going to... I'm going to take you. No, I'm going to take you. I want you to be my friend. I can almost hear the the, the torn elements that yes. you have. Yes. There's no you'd be in, you'd be in my cellar for like weeks. You'd just stand in there and go, "But I love you all. I'm just just set up a TV tray here. I'm just going to camp out." Here you should probably cellar. put I'll me probably in your would. cellar. Yes. <laughs> it's so sad. Anyway, so Okay. The other so, the other child that didn't get left behind is right, is from the other day the here. other child, yes. So um, mm. the three of us were lucky enough to go to GABF That's this year. That's right. Yes, and I remember when you guys picked this beer up. Yeah. And um and yes, we did post it on Facebook the day that we went to Crooked State, which is kill. which is one of the things that I really wanted to do while mm. I was out in Denver um, because I had never been to Crooked State. And the first beer that I had um, there was this beer, and mm. I was completely blown away. Now, Crooked Stave annually will release a beer for the GABF week because, A, they know that, you know, hundreds of people will flock by to the area. Thousands. Okay, maybe thousands. And, um, you know, and will come to their, um, their tap room. So this is called Mama Bear's Sour Cherry Pie. It is a burgundy sour ale that is aged in oak barrels with sour cherries. And just think of the best cherry pie you have ever had in your life and just make it and just tart it up a notch or 20 Hmm. and this is it this is just such a great representation to me of what sour cherry pie is i mean i'm getting biscuity notes and i'm getting uh, that tart sour cherry i mean you talk about your beer being a pucker me up kind of beer oh this is a pucker me up kind of beer this is not your grandma's cherry pie here but it is so wonderful and again crooked stave is just you know gone above and beyond what they normally do to provide this just this wonderful beer it's a beautiful beer and um for this one i have to say it's a five how about that melissa hang time give me another so uh mama bears here from uh crooked stave um you know a very interesting choice and so we don't talk to each other when we do these show and tell shows we have no idea which what each was going to bring most of the time in advance and um so the fact that uh, you brought the cherry tart bomb um as opposed to my apple tart bomb um in the exact same show um i thought that was a uh, coincidental rather interesting so you know i have a lot of great things from crooked stave i mean just so many great beers um you know that that i really have enjoyed um, I love the VL. Um, you know, I, I, I love the the batch 100 that we had mm-hmm. very recently. Uh, from there, um, a huge fan of Origins, uh, which we're going to uh, have the fortune to uh, have in the very near future. And um, so, it, it's great that uh, you know to taste something that's slightly different than some of the other things that we've had from 
Crooked Stave in the past. And so um, I'm really glad that you brought this. Cherry Tart Bomb. Those are the three words that I wrote down, you know, to begin with. But, you know, the thing that I found uh, also interesting is that the bourbon is not coming forward in this as well. When you guys had it at the, you were at the tap room. Mm-hmm. You, did you have it on tap or did you have it in a bottle? Had it on I thought, tap. I thought you had it on tap. Yeah. So I think that would be one. So different in the bottle than, than on tap than you remember? Yes. More, yes, it more was. tart in the bottle is my bet. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Huh. Exactly. Well, um, you know, just uh it's a great representation of the spear. I would definitely say pucker up, baby. Uh, yeah. Definitely for uh, this one, that's for sure. So uh, I have to confess of uh, some things that I don't particularly care for in life are actually cherries. <laughs> so, oh. uh, so um, I'm dying. I am. I am trying to temper my dislike for cherries with um, having a cherry tart bomb. This is a good beer. I'm going to give it an absolute solid three. Which is ah, what a relief. So uh, this is a great beer, and uh, I'm glad you brought it, Dave. What do you think about this uh, Mama Bear from Dude, from I, Crooked Stave? I love it. Um, <laughs> I, I wish I was called Baby Bear because Mama Bear's <laughs> cherry pie is so good. Um, I I love cherries. Um, that is actually one of my favorite fruits, and um, this beer, the tartness. It plays into what I like most about tart sour beers. Uh, that it matches well with what I like with you know cherries, like the Creek style of beer. You know, um, if it was going to be Belgian. So um, you know, when we went to the tap room, it was small and cramped, and you know. A lot of times, you when you you think about a brewery, you think it's going to be this big, broad thing, you know, where people are having fun and good-looking, sexy people are drinking beer in all areas of the tap room. Good-looking, sexy. Is it just me? Are you just referring to the fact that I was in the room, or who are you referring to? Well, actually, oh, I maybe he talks you about it and a, I were in the yeah, room. I was thinking he was, he was talking about a third-party sense, like I, I wasn't even there. So I didn't see like, <laughs> I didn't see any of us in there. That's why I was shocked. I was like, we're all the sexy people. You know, it's oh in, my god, run, it's, Dave, run. It's, yeah, you, it's you're, Denver. You're done. You know, you're it's, done. hey, you know what? I'm talking now. All, All right. right, you had your time. Okay. So, anyways, um, back here at Beer Central. But with a lot Mama of time, But a lot of times, you you know you you think when you you see these breweries that make these awesome beers, you get this idealized vision of what the brewery is and the tap room is, and it was like a little bitty room in the back corner of a multi purpose mall kind of place you know (laughs) and and so but the beers they have there are so amazing you know um so thanks for blowing up my whole train of thought both of you by the way and your sets rating is going to be um seven seven (laughs) no i'll give it i'll give it a very decent format Four and a half. I'm going to declare it's a five. Out of the, all those averages, I am going to give Dave's medication an eight. 
So it's time for my new dose. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, that's so. for sure. <laughs> well, uh, some really great beers that uh, we've enjoyed here on this show and tell episode for Sip Suds and Smokes. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed all of our discussion here about these four beers. Check out your own uh, beers or these beers on your own anytime soon. Great stuff, everybody, and it's time to wrap up our episode for today. Thanks to all of our listeners here at Sip Suds and Smokes. You can catch all of our episodes online on iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, Uncle John's Basement. We're still trying to figure out where that's at. And Spreaker, our native media host. He gives me a call like every other week. Mike, <clears throat> I won't tell you I like you uh, I like your episodes about uh, them bears. And uh, I'm going to put them on the radio for you. <laughs> so... <clears throat> Um, our terrestrial radio stations are questioning every single moment at which they are pursuing any aspect of this show and broadcasting it. So help us, help us help them. If you'd like to hear this radio show on your favorite radio station, send them a note and copy us as well. You can reach us online at any time at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every single day. At Smokes. our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. If you'd like to contact Dave for any modeling for any of your beer labels, you can contact us at the same address as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except the brown note is already taken. So, anyway, listen, do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode. Rate this episode. Don't rate Dave, okay? There's a difference between those things. Uh, if you're listening to us online, that really helps us out uh, quite a bit. We actually get uh, a lot of other people will be able to find us a lot easier. And we get to see your feedback as well. I definitely want to thank my co-host for being here. Good old boy Dave, thank you for being here. You talking to me? Yeah, that's I'm questioning that moment. But yes, I did say thank you for being here for sure. <laughs> Good old gal Juliana, thank you for being here and the beers you brought for today. Cheers, everyone. All right. Uh, really great uh, for everyone here. Uh, please come back and join us once again. This is good old boy Mike asking you to keep on sipping. This has been a One Tan Hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.